0: ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليماً I welcome all of you once again, we continue reading from Sharq al-Aqidat al-Salaf, Ashab al-Hadith The explanation of the creed of al-Salaf, the people of hadith by Imam sabuni rahimahullah ta'ala The explanation of our noble shaykh al-Allama al-Walid ربيع بن هادي المدخلي حفظه الله تعالى وبارك في عمره وغفر له ولوالديه وللمسلمين والمسلمات <coughs> We're still in a chapter in which the Shaykh al Sabuni mentioned that it's from the Aqeedah of Ahl-Sunnah والجماعة The Aqeedah of the Salaf is to believe in the Hawd الإيمان بالحوض قال الشيخ ربيع عبد الله وهذا الحوض ورد فيه أحاديث كثيرة منها ما فيه التصريح بأن طوله كما بين مكة وبصرة أو مكة وهجر وفي حديث عبد الله بن عمر أو بن, بن عمرو بن العاص يقول إنه مسافة شهر كل زاوية من زواياه مسافة شهر ووصفه كما سبق لكم أنه شد بياضا من اللبن وأحلى من العسل وريح أطيب من ريح المسك والحديث فيه أكثر من التواتر كما قلنا تبلغ ثمانين حديثا ومنها الكثير في الصحيحين. تشاري كنتنيوبي مذكرين أن الحاود. There is so many narrations and they are approved that the حاود is real. The حاود of the prophet صلى الله عليه and. Some of the narration mentioned its length, that is how long it is, the distance that is between Mecca and Basra. This is a long distance. Mecca, the well-known city, and Basra is one of the cities in Iraq, south of Iraq. And in another narration by Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As, he mentioned that its distance is alike. The distance of a month travel. Likewise, from one corner to the other of it is a distance of a month travel. The Sheikh, he mentioned also, Sheikh Rabia, as we mentioned to you in a previous class, that it is whiter than milk, it's water, and it tastes sweeter than honey. And its smell is Smell better than the smell of musk And that the narrations Pertaining to the Haud are many Some 80 narrations Many of them Are in the meaning Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih muslim Before we continue A brother uh, Last week At the end of the class He asked a question he mentioned that Because as if you remember the Shaykh Rabi'ah Mentioned a hadith That this Hawd Has a Al-Kawthar Al-Kawthar supplies The Hawd Okay Supplies the Hawd And the kauthar is in the, the Jannah The brother's question was Is both of them in the Jannah Both the Hawd also is in the Jannah, along with the Kauthar. The answer, by our noble Shaykh Al-Alama Abdul Aziz Ibn Baz, Taala, he says that the Kauthar yes, the Kauthar is a river in the Jannah, nahrun Fil Jannah, and it does supply the Hawd, but the Hawd is not in the Jannah. The Haud is on the land of Al-Mahshar, not this land, but a land that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala, prepared for His servants. It is called the land of Mahshar, where the people, they will be resurrected. So that's where the hawd that's where the Haud is. Qala <clears throat> <Now. laughs> Now the Sheikh is going to explain the statement of al Imam as sabuni He says, "What? Itkhal Fariqin al-Muwahidin al-Jannah bighayr Hisab." That Allah will allow a group of the people of Tawheed, those who died upon Tawheed, to enter the Jannah without reckoning, without reckoning. Mm-hmm. قال الشيخ ربيع ورد هذا في حديث ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما. ورد هذا في حديث ابن عباس رضي الله. Shaykh شيخ said, This, this as it occurs in the of عباس, and this hadith is in Sahih al Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. Both Sahih al Bukhari and Sahih Muslim. In Sahih al Bukhari, if and in Sahih Muslim, in Kitab al أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال عرّدت علي الأمم فرأيت النبي ومعه الرهيل والنبي ومعه الرجل والرجلان والنبي معه ليس معه أحد إدريفي علي سواد عظيم فظننت أنهم أمتي فقيل لي هذا موسى صلى الله عليه وسلم وقومه ولكن انظر إلى الأفق فنظرت فإذا سواد عظيم فقيل للنظر إلى الأفق الآخر فإذا سواد عظيم فقيل لهذه أمتك ومعهم سبعون ألفاً يدخلون الجنة بغير حساب ولا عذاب ثم نهض أي رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فدخل منزله فخاد الناس في أولئك الذين يدخلون الجنة بغير حساب ولا عذاب فقال بعضهم فلعلهم الذين صاحبوا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم وقال بعضهم فلعلهم الذين ولدوا في الإسلام ولم يشركوا بالله وذكروا أشياء فخرج عليهم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال ما الذي تخوضون فيه فأخبروه فقال هم الذين لا يرقون ولا يسترقون ولا يتطيرون وعلى ربهم يتوكلون فقام عكاش بن محصن فقال ادعوا الله أن يزعلني منهم فقال أنت منهم ثم قام آخر فقال دع الله أنزل لي منهم فقال سبقك بها عكاشة قال سبقك بها عكاشة this hadith translation of it that the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says that the, the people or the nations were presented in front of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he saw a prophet and he has a few people with him that follows him while another prophet has a man or two men with him yet a prophet has no one with him no one with him then he says he, a large multitude of people, a great number of people was presented to the Prophet he says, I thought that was my Ummah but he was said to me, this is Musa and his people but rather look at the horizon said I looked at the horizon I saw a large multitude of people a great number so he was said to me look at the horizon the other one so I saw likewise a large multitude of people and he was said to me this is your ummah and amongst them 70,000 that will enter al-Jannah without reckoning and without punishment May Allah make us from 70,000 people will enter al-Jannah they will enter al-Jannah without reckoning and without receiving any punishments so no reckoning Of their accounts, nor they will receive any punishments. Then the Prophet stood up and entered his house. And at that moment, the people began to ask one another and try to figure out who are these people? Who are these people who will enter Jannah without reckoning, without receiving any punishments? So some of the people they said, perhaps they are those who are the companions of the Messenger of Allah those who accompany the Messenger of Allah while others they says perhaps they are those who they were born in Islam and they did not associate any partners with Allah وسلم, and they mention other things at that moment the Prophet وسلم, he came back again and he saw them in that state, and he says, what is this that you are talking about? So they inform him. They inform him, sallallahu alayhi wa and then he gave them the answer, who are these people? Who are these people that will enter al-Jannah, these 70,000 that will enter jannah without reckoning and without uh, receiving any punishment?" He said, they are those who do not treat, uh, treat others with rukya." nor receive treatments of ruqiyah they are not those who believe in a bad or, or good omens good or bad omens rather they put their trust in Allah they have to on their Lord Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala. Upon this, Ukkash ibn mihsan stood up and says Ask Allah to make me from them The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to him You are one of them You are one of them then another man says also, Ask Allah, invoke Allah to make me from them. Prophet he says, Kasha beat you to it. Akasha beat you to it. <clears throat> Meaning he said it before you. This hadith, as we mentioned, is agreed upon by Imam al Bukhari or Imam Muslim, Rahimahum Allah. Qala Shaykh Rabih, havida Qala he says as for the statement of the prophet as an answer to the man who who asked after عكاشة and he asked the prophet to invoke Allah to make him from them but he says عكاشة beat you to it he says He mentioned this so that no one else or other people will ask the Prophet ﷺ the same question. Because somebody may ask and he's not worthy of it, doesn't deserve it, doesn't deserve it. He said this is from the hikmah of the Prophet ﷺ. Noble he says, the Prophet ﷺ, he, he mentioned who are these people. So a person should apply this advice, apply this advice. And be upon Iman and upon Tawakur and the like. Also there is other narrations, other narrations that mention that the Prophet will be given with this seventy thousand, with every thousand of them be given a seventy thousand will be given a seventy thousand, And this is from the ni'mah of Allah, and from the mercy and the bounty of Allah upon this Ummah. And this narration the Shaykh mentioned in the footnote, it says, this is from the, a group from the companions, from them Abu Umam al-Bahili and Thawban, Mawla Rasulullah wasallam and Hudayf ibn al-Yaman, Abu Ayyub al-Ansari, Abu Huraira anhum, And their narrations are all mentioned by Imam al-Albani, rahimahullah ta'ala, in As-Sahihah. I mentioned you can find them in the Hadith al-Sahihah under the Hadith number 2179 2179 in As-Silsil as of Imam Imam Al-Albani Al-Imam As-Sabuni after he mentioned that Allah will allow a group from the people who died upon Tawheed from the Muwahideen to enter Al-Jannah without uh, with no reckoning of their accounts Nor they will receive any punishments He mentioned also Imam mm-hmm. al-Sabuni وَفَرِيقٌ مِّنْهُمْ يُحَاسَبُ يَسِيرًا While a group of them Will receive a light reckoning mm-hmm. And he mentioned the ayah The Shaykh mentioned the ayah In Surah al inshiqaq In Surah al inshiqaq Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, For Amma, Man Utiya kitabahu be a meanie, Faso for you hasabu, Hisa ben Yasira, Faso for you Ahlihi Hisa ben Masroora. The ayat seven to nine in Surat and in Then as for him, who will be given his record in his right hand He surely will receive an easy reckoning See, an easy Light and easy reckoning And will return to his family in joy Now <inaudible> اللَّهُ So قال رَضِيَ The shaykh said, however Aisha she didn't understand, it was difficult for her to understand the statement of the Prophet when he says There is not a person who will who uh, will brought to reckoning, except that it will be destroyed. Of course, it's all about how, what is the meaning of yuhasa, al hisab? Faqalat, she said, alaysa So Aisha anha, when she heard the Prophet said this, there is not a person who is brought to reckoning, Uh, except that it will be destroyed she has difficulty understanding and and she mentioned the Prophet didn't Allah say and she mentioned this ayat as for the one who uh, as for him who will be given his record in his right hand he surely will receive an easy reckoning and he will return to his family in joy فقال صلى الله عليه وسلم لي إنما ذلك فقال إنما ذلك العرض وليس أحد يناقش الحساب يوم القيام إلا عذب قال الشيخ ربيح و تعالى يعني الذي يدقق معه في الحساب لا أن يعذب He said to her As for this ayah He applies to the hard, Meaning those people that Allah uh, Displayed their uh, actions in front of them Okay But those people who uh, Allah will go into details And ask him about each and every Act These are the ones they are going to be punished These are the ones that going to be punished As the Sheikh Rabeel Havrata'ala says الذي يدقق معه في الحساب لا تعرض الأعمال بدون مناقشة الجنة هذا بدون حساب Those who will be punished, they are those who if their actions uh, not only they are presented in front of them, but also they will be asked about the, their actions in details. He said if anyone face this, he will be punished. He says, but those who their actions are displayed in front of them and presented to them without going through this, uh, being asked in detail, he says, tadqiq, asked about their actions, then these people, they will be uh, uh, admitted in the Jannah without reckoning and without punishments, without punishment as well. so these two kinds of people categories of people they will enter al-jannah with no harm touched them no punishments whatsoever these two categories of people they are those who will enter al-Jannah without reckoning and those who will enter al-Jannah after receiving an easy reckoning. So these are the people who will enter al-Jannah without any harm, without any punishment. from <laughs> Amin. That who are these people that will enter al-Jannah without punishment and any harm touch them? They are those, once again the Shaykh Rabi'i says, as the Imam al sabuni mentioned, in his book, Aqiz Salaf as well, so there are those who will enter Jannah without reckoning, and those who they they receive an easy reckoning, as Allah mentioned in what surah? Surah Al-Inshiqaq, Ayn Qala wa idkhalu fariqin min mudnibihim al-Nar, i'ni min al-mu'mineen. Imam sabuni he's mentioned the people who will enter Jannah, from the Muwahideen. until this time there are people who will enter Al-Jannah but also he says Allah will admit certain people from them meaning he's still talking about the Mewahideen from the believers those who believed in Allah and his messengers وسلم, they will enter the fire the sinful مذنبيهم, those who used to wrong themselves and commit sins they will enter the, the fire of hell قَالَ الشَّيْخُ وهذه عَقِيدَةُ أَهْلِ السُّنَّ وَالْجَمَاعَةِ خِلَافًا لما يَقُولُهُ غُلَاتُ He says, this is the عقيد of عَقِيدَةُ Sunnah al وَالْجَمَاعَةِ That from the Muwahideen, the people who die upon tawheed, and they were upon iman There are those who will enter al-jannah without reckoning, without any punishments And there are those who will enter al-jannah without punishment, but after receiving what? An easy reckoning and there are those who will go to the hellfire first amongst the muwahideen, amongst the believers he says this is the Aqidah of al sunnah Wal-Jama'ah but the people of innovation they go clearly against the creed of al sunnah Wal-Jama'ah such as the Murji'ah the shaykh he mentioned for example he began by the Murji'ah يَقُولُونَ <inaudible> the, the wicked amongst the Murji'ah the Murji'ah is a deviant sect. ماذا يَقُولُ هؤلاء يَقُولُونَ مَنْ قَالَ لَا إِلَّا Because these people, they say, whoever says La ilaha just by saying it. But remember before we mentioned to you the statement of Ahlul Ilm that a person has to say La إِلَهَا with his tongue but believe in it with his heart because the hypocrites, they say لا illallah and they did actions with it too they used to pray with the companions but he has to say la ilaha illallah but with sidq, with truthfulness that's what were the the, the, the uh, hypocrites they were wrong because they were not truthful when they said, la ilaha illallah so it's very important but the murji'ah they says if anyone says la ilaha illallah say, nah. he will enter the jannah وَأَنَّ إيمانهم مثل إيمان جِبْرِيل ومحمد عَلَيْهِمُ الصلاة والسلام إيه. The Murgi says if someone said, La بس but saying, La ilayin he's a believer, not only that he's a believer, his iman is the same level of the iman of Jibreel, and عَلَيْهِمُ الصلاة والسلام أعوذ بِاللَّهِ Sallallahu Alamiya Sallai, Sharib al Shamar Billah, whether he pray, don't pray, drink alcohol, fornicate, steal, doesn't matter. He says La layla Allah, his iman is like the iman of the malayq and the iman of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam alayhi al billah. Wabaduhuratihim Yaqul manharafallaha wumuqmin. SubhanAllah. Allah from the extreme among the mujad he says it's enough for a person to be a believer to know Allah. You know, just to say, to to know Allah, to have knowledge of Allah. That's it. Even not even saying it. So, أَهْلُ دَلَالٍ The Shaykh Rabih, he says, "These people are people of dalal, misguidance. They are misguided, and they cause anyone who follow them on this corrupt creed to be misguided, to be on the, the, the corrupt path." So, قال لِأَنَّهُ لي لا بد من الايمان ولا بد من العمل نعم is a man a person have to have iman but also is a mass that has to be coupled with actions person has to act in accordance with that iman and that faith لماذا لان الايمان يقول الشيخ ربيح حفظه الله قول وعمل واعتقاد يزيد بالطاعه وينقص بالمعصيه is because with ahle sunnah wa jamaa is a statement and action and belief it's a statement with the tongue, conviction in the heart, and actions of the limbs. It increases with obedience and decreases with disobedience. That's the definition of iman. While مرجئه عندهم أن العمل لا يخرج بالإيمان وليس من الإيمان وأنه يكفي عندهم المعرفة أو التصديق فقط العيال بالله. Says but the مرجئه to them. And with them, actions are not a part of Iman. Actions, Salat, fasting, Hajj, all that is not a part of Iman. They are not from Iman. To them, it's enough for a person to know that Allah exists and Allah is the creator, or to believe that Allah is the creator and Allah. Like. That's that's the only condition. Someone to know about to know that Allah is the true God or to say it to say La ilaha illallah. of course the Sheikh says the extreme among the 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 the, the, the also there is a fuqaha of the murji'ah but they say that the the actions are not from iman and with them that the iman does not increase and does not decrease because they say if the iman increase it's gone I said it will be nothing from it. That's what they say but the Quran the text in the Quran and the Sunnah we have proofs in the Quran and the Sunnah that Iman increase and, you, and Iman likewise decreases. And the Shaykh mentions some of the ayats in the Quran. For so the Quran, the says there is many ayats in the Quran, many ayats in, in the Quran that indicates that Iman. Increases with righteous actions. That's what make the iman increase. Not money, and not the praise of others, not his status in the community. Now, what 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 make a person's iman increase is اعمال الصالحة, see righteous action, not just any action. Righteous actions. The الصالحة. رزقني الله العمل الصالح. Nam, as and also Iman decrease with sins the sins they cause the Iman to decrease that's why we have to increase from righteous actions and we have to repent from sins because محالة, Iman you have to work hard to increase your Iman and this is very important you don't let it go like that so anything that uh, Every one of us check himself and stay away from sins, all sins. And he mentioned from those ayahs is the statements of Allah in Surah Al-Muddattir. ayat 31 in Surah Al-Muddattir, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned. وَيَزْدَادَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِيمَانًا وَلَا يرتاب الَّذِينَ الْكِتَابُ وَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ So those Who were given the book Will increase in their iman And those who believe As well They will increase in, in iman And also in Surah Muhammad In Surah Muhammad Verse 17 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Says اهْتَدَوْا زَادَهُمْ وَآتَاهُمْ تَقْوَاهُمْ وَآتَاهُمْ Taqwahum, surah, surah Muhammad in verse 17 While as for those who accept guidance, He increases their guidance, so it increases, and bestows on them their piety. And He mentioned also the Ayah 4 in Surah al In Surah al Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, هو الذي انزل السَّكِينَةَ في قلوب المؤمنين ليزدادوا ايمانا مع ايمانهم هو الذي انزل السَّكِينَةَ في قلوب المؤمنين ليزدادوا ايمانا مع ايمانهم He it is from I mean, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who sent down a sakinah calmness and tranquility into the hearts of the believers that they may grow more in faith along with their present faith. See, they grow, they will increase their their faith. Qadda Shaykh Ta'ala, Ila Ila kathira fi iman. It's only an example of a few amongst many ayats in the Quran that are proofs that iman increases. That iman increases, and as the Sheikh mentioned, increases with. Obedience to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala by performing righteous actions. a Also, he mentioned the Hadith, a portion of it, the Hadith of Shafaa, that Sheikh mentioned earlier in a previous in previous classes, that the hadith of shafa'a, shafaah from these many narrations that indicates also that iman decreases. Not all the people, they are on the same level of iman. They're not on the same level of iman. And in that hadith of shafa'ah, the Prophet ﷺ tells us that the people of iman, those who die upon tawheed while believing in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not associating with him anything or anyone in worship, those amongst them who end up in the hellfire, they will come out. No one will stay in the hellfire while they have iman in their hearts. And the shaykh says, anyone who says, La ilaha illallah, while having the weight of a dinar of iman with them, they will not stay in the hellfire. They will come out. They have in the weight of a dirham, a half of a dinar, uh, Subhanallah A grain A dhara An ant or a small ant And even lower than that Allah Akbar Someone have lower than that An iman will come out From the hellfire قَالْ هَذَهِ أَدِلَّ عَلَىٰ أَنَّ الْإِيمَانِ يَنْقُصُوا هَأُولَٰئِ لَذِينَ عَنْدَهُمْ هَذَا الْإِيمَانُ الْنَاقِصُوا هَأُولَٰئِ لَذِينَ عَنْدَهُمْ هَذَا الْإِيمَانُ الْنَاقِصُوا هَأُولَٰئِ لَذِينَ The Shaykh said, this is from the adillah, from the proofs of, that indicate that iman decreases, that iman decreases, and that these people who have this iman, okay, they have uh, their Iman uh, like this like the weight of an atom or half of it or lower than that they are deficient in their Iman and uh, they have more bad deeds than good deeds he said these people they are under the mashiah of Allah those people who have on Yawm Al-Qiyama they have Iman they have some of the Iman but they Their bad deeds overweigh their good deeds He said these people They are under the Mashiach of Allah They are under the will of Allah Some of them Allah forgive them they enter Al-Jannah Even though they have more bad deeds than good deeds While some of them They be punished And will be admitted in the hellfire Because of their sins And they will be punished Everyone according to their sins and how long they stay there, according to, to their sins. Then they will come out, and whether by the Shafa'ah they benefit from the intercession of those people that uh, Allah gives permission to intercede, and because Allah is pleased with them, because they have Iman with them. Okay, they have Iman. While others, they will come out of the hellfire by Allah's mercy without the intercession of anyone by Allah's mercy will uh, uh take them out from from the hellfire لهذا قال الامام الصابوني ثم اعتاقهم واخراجهم منها والالحاقهم باخوانهم الذين سبقهم الي اليها yes for this reason in the paragraph of the Imam al-Sabuni he says and then those who those who made it to the hellfire Okay, they, they die upon Iman. They had Iman, but they end up in the hellfire because of their Iman that they have with them. Uh, he says they will be saved from it. They will be taken out of it actually. minha, They will be taken out of it and uh, admitted in the Jannah with their brothers who already preceded them to it see that there are people that will be in the Jannah while other people are still receiving the reckoning while others yet end up in the hellfire we have to pay attention ya You have to pay attention to your tongue what do you say what you don't say pay attention to to the what you do with the rumors when they receive when it come to you you gotta be careful because this is serious some people they just won't ever come their way eh? mashallah keep talking without Asking, is this statement, is this for me or against me? Causing fitna for themselves. And it will be even worse if they cause causing fitna for others. It's enough for a person to get himself in trouble. What about he cause others to get in trouble? That's even a greater fitna. So we once, we ask Allah to make us from those who will enter Jannah without any punishment. Without going into the hellfire. But we have to work for this. We have to protect our aqidah first make sure that our aqidah is sound and then we have to look at the ikhlas and we have to protect our tongue, our eyes, our ears, our hands, our our feet we have to stay away from trouble we have to be from those people who spend their time upon obedience to Allah remembering Allah, commanding good, forbidding evil said, so, so these are people that will be, there are certain people who will be taken out of the hellfire and admitted in the Jannah and while dear brothers who they are already in the Jannah. And of course, as you know, the people, they are not on the same level of Jannah. They are not on the same level in the Jannah. Al Kama Warat fi ahadith al Shafa'a, yashfar al Rasul alayhi salatu wasalam fi irahat al Nazim Shaykh says, as this is mentioned in the narrations, for instance, uh, the hadith of the Shafa'a, that the Prophet ﷺ, he will intercede on Yom Al Qiyamah on behalf of the people on that day, which well, is a hard day, so that the people can uh, receive a relief from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by. Uh, bringing them to an account and the like This is the greatest shafa'ah that is only for For the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam Only for the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam Likewise the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam He will intercede on behalf of certain people Who deserve to enter the fire But they will not enter it Okay وَيَشْفَعُ فِي أَقْوَامِ Likewise, the Prophet he will intercede on behalf of certain people so that uh, their ranks in the Jannah will be higher وَيَشْفَعُ فِي أَبِي طَالِبَ وَفِي النَّارِ النَّارِ Likewise, from the things that are for the Prophet he will intercede on behalf of his uncle Abu Talib who he will be in the lowest, deepest level of the hellfire where he will intercede and then he will not come out from the hellfire, but he will be in a shallow part, as the hadith mentioned earlier, that he will have <coughs> sandals of, from fire that make his brain boil. <laughs> and him, the Prophet and the prophets, and the angels, and the believers, they will intercede on behalf of the sinners who enters the hellfire. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted intercession and He will subhanahu wa ta'ala by His grace and mercy and by honoring these uh, people who intercede uh, the prophets and the angels and the believers and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of His mercy will allow certain people who already made they made it to the hellfire to come out. We ask Allah to protect our skins from the hellfire. Amen. الله ينبه في هذا الكلام على مذهب الغلاد كما ذكرنا وينبه أيضا على مذهب الخوارج والمعتزلة الذين يخرجون العبد من الإيمان بارتكاب الذنوب الكبائر. he says and, uh, and the, the sheikh not only is teaching us what well is the of Ahl al Jama'ah, but also his refuting uh, uh, the, the madhab of, of the the extreme of the and the he says as we mentioned to you Likewise he's pointing out To the madhab of the khawarij And the mu'tazila This is a refutation against the madhab of the khawarij And the mu'tazila Two more divin groups Who take out the servant from iman By falling into Major sins billah <laughs> وَمِنْ هَذَا الْمُنْطَلَقْ أَثَارُ فِتَرًا عَظِيمًا عَلَى الْإِسْلَامُ وَالْمُسْلِمِينَ وَسَفَكُوا دِمَاءَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ بِهَذِهِ الْعَقِيدَ الْخَبِيثَةِ The shaykh says, as for the khawarij, they have this aqidah, this corrupt creed. Anyone who commit a major sin, بالله, they take him out of Islam, Iman, period. And he's removed. If a person, for example, he's upon Iman, Iman. That major sin is not shirk or kufr. Let's say stealing, for example, backbiting to the khawarij that removed that person from iman and place that person in kufr, disbelief. He's not a believer anymore, he's a disbeliever. So that person becomes a disbeliever by falling and committing a major sin and therefore they deem his blood and his wealth to be lawful. And from this evil and wicked and filthy belief of theirs, they create many trials and fitan uh, on Islam and on the Muslims and they shed the blood of the Muslims they shed the blood of the Muslims because to them their wicked creed that these are not Muslims anymore that for this reason the Prophet he described the Khawaris. they are the, the worst of the creation, they are the worst of the creation. وَأَمَرَ بِقَتْلِهِمْ فَقَالَ He command that they are to be killed. And this is for the ruler. The ulama, when they explain this hadith, they mention the ruler who has showka, who has strength and power, and there is khawarij, yes, he'll fight against them. Like Ali, he went and exterminated almost every one of them except for a few who run away and then they regroup and then they still live until this time nobody think oh the khawari they were killed a long time ago no they still here now those who started at that time no, no one of them is still alive yes but their filthy ideologies are still, are still around here they've been carried out for all of these hundreds of years وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم لئن أَدْرَكْتُهُمْ عاد likewise the prophet he says if if i'm still alive and they appear mean the khawarij, i will kill them like the killing of عاد فهم شر على الإسلام والمسلمين من اليهود so the Rabbi, says the khawarij, and do we have them these days we have them al Qaeda uh, of Bin Laden, and zawahiri al in, 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 in Somalia and others, Kenya and others And many, many other ones that they go with them These are people, these, these, these are the terrorists, saliyadu billah Khawarij, renegades Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi he said they are worse than the Jews and the Christians As the Ulama, they mentions and that's why the Prophet says they are the worst of the creation. وشارك الخوارج المعتزلة في أن صاحب الكبيرة يخرج من الإيمان ولكنه لا يدخل في الكفر ويسمونه فاسقًا ويبقى في منزل بين المنزلتين ولا دمه ولا The the, the معتزلة, they agree with the Khawarij that if a person commits a major sin that take him out of Iman, he's not a believer anymore. But to them in this life, he's not a believer, but he doesn't go into kufr. <laughs> they say he's between, you see, he said he's, he's between. And so therefore they, they said okay, he's, he's not a believer, he's not a kafir. They don't agree with the khawarij that this person now he's a kafir, and therefore they do not deem that person blood nor honor to be permissible and lawful for them. That's their ruling on the person who commit a major sin in this, in this dunya. وَلَكَنْ فِي الْآخِرَ يَلْتَقُونَ مَعَ الْخَوَارِجْ فِي أَنَّهُ مَنْ دَخْلَ الْنَارِ مِنْهَا But the Mu'tazila, they agree with the khawarij on the ruling on the yawmul qiyama wal'iyadubillah that if a person enters the hellfire will never come out, there is no way out. Anyone who enters the hellfire to them, to the Mu'tazila, will never come out (coughs) wal'iyadubillah. He says, and from this, you know that they deny the ayats, the texts from the Quran and from the Sunnah about the intercession. We have ayats, we have a hadith of intercession that certain people will receive and benefit from the intercession so they can. Uh, be taken out of the hellfire and admitted in the jannah but they don't they deny all these texts for the Why? Because they already rule the one who committed a major sin to dwell in the hellfire forever. and they bring proofs. They bring proofs from the Quran for their wicked aqidah. They say <laughs> they they bring a proof but these proofs that about the kuffar, but they apply them on the Muslims, because of their wicked understanding. For example, they mentioned the ayah, they say, You see, in Surah Al-A'la, verse 13, and, and the ayah and the statement of Allah, Taala, They will be there forever. They will abide in the hellfire forever. But these are ayahs, but these are ayats that are applied on the kuffar. It's about the kuffar, but these people, these wicked people, Mu'tazil and the khawarij, they use these ayats on the believers. <coughs> ولهذا قَالْ وَيَعْلَمُونَ حَقًّا يَقِينًا أَنَّ مُدْنِ الموحدين لَا يُخَلَدُونَ فِي النَّارِ وهذا رَدًّا يَقُول مِنْهُ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهَ عَلَى الْخَوَارِجُ وَعَلَى
1: الْمُعْتَزِلَةِ
0: He said so these are some of the ayats for many that the khawarij and the mu'atazila because of their wicked understanding and their corruption their corrupt aqid they are upon <clears throat> they use as a proof but these are uh, proofs and texts that about the disbelievers, specifically the disbelievers. As from the sinful and the sinners among the muwahideen, those who died upon Tawheed, so there is many texts from the Qur'an and the Sunnah that they are clear proofs that anyone who enters the fire from them, from those who died upon Tawheed, Allah will take them out from it. By His mercy, subhanahu wa ta'ala, or by the intercession of those who will intercede on their behalf as it was mentioned the shaykh says clearly earlier that's why imam al-sabuni he says that ahlus sunnah wal jama'ah from their aqidah is that they know with certainty that is a that there is a right for the sinners amongst the muwahideen that they will not abide in the hell fire to dwell in it forever. Yes, some of them may end up in the hell fire as the mentioned, the Shaykh he mentioned, because of their sins, but no one who dies upon Tawheed will uh, uh, live and, and abide in the, in the fire of hell forever. <laughs> and this is a clear refutation from him, Rahimahullah, Imam Al-Sabuni against the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila who once again they have this wicked creed that uh, anyone who enters the fire will not come out doesn't matter who is but with Ahlul Sunnah al Jama'ah if a person died upon Tawheed have some Iman with them not a lot and they have more sins than, uh, than good deeds and they will enter the fire, they will not stay there forever, they will come out in the end of that chapter, Imam al sabun he says, As for the disbelievers, they will abide in the hellfire forever, and they will never find a way out. They will never find a, find a way out. As Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la says in Surah Al-Jinn, And whoever disobeys Allah and His Messenger, they, they turn away, they don't accept the message, they choose kufr over iman, then for that a so person is a fire of hell, to dwell uh, in it forever. وقال فيها وآيات أخرى تدل على في النار وأنهم لا يخرجون منها من عقايدها أن الجنة والنار مخلوقتان وأنهم لا Likewise, he says, the Shaykh, give us a side note, that from the creed of Ahlul Sunnah and Jama'ah that the Jannah and the fire of hell, they are created. And they will never perish. They will never perish. And that the kuffar, they will dwell in the hell fire forever. They will never come out from it. While the people of Jannah, they will live and abide in it forever and they will never come out from it. Aina. <coughs> Allah
1: حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح حي على الفلاح الله اكبر الله اكبر, الله أكبر لا
0: so the Sheikh mentioned the Aqid of the Sunnah of the as related to the, the Jannah and the Hellfire and the people of Jannah and the people of the Hellfire. he mentioned that the Jhamiya they says that the Jannah and the Hellfire will perish. they perish. he said and this is a clear denial to the texts of the Quran and the Sunnah that the Jannah and the Hellfire will never perish and they will exist forever وَالْضَلَالَاتُ كَثِيرًا عِنْدَ أَهْلِ الزَّيْقِ وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ and the Shaykh says as for dalalats are many وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ uh, many the people of innovation and people who have desires who desire to follow their lusts and desires وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ they have so many misguidances a lot of corruption وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ قَالَ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ وَلَا يُسْتَعْتَبُونَ وَلَا يُفَتَّرُوا عَنْهُمْ وَهُمْ فِيهِ مُبْلِسُونَ That as for the punishment that Allah prepared for the disbelievers and, and the wicked and the like No excuse will be accepted from them They will not be helped And that punishment will not be eased for them Not be eased for them Mustamir Abad al Abidin, Shaykh says the punishment that the people of the hellfire they receive, it will be with them forever, <laughs> They will they give up all hopes from leaving the, the hellfire. They will not leave the hellfire, but rather they will uh, live and abide in it forever. قال ولا يترك الله فيها من عصاة أهل الإيمان أحدا، as the Imam al-Sa'di says. بيسال Imam al says برأي الله does not leave in the Hellfire anyone among the sinful from the people who have iman, not even one person. Anyone who has iman died while they have iman, if they end up in the Hellfire, none of them will remain in it. قال كما تقدم لكم أنهم يحرجون بفضل الله وبرحمته. He says, as it was preceded to you in the explanation that those who died upon Iman and they end up, those amongst them who end up in the hellfire, they will not live in it forever, but rather they will come out of it by Allah's bounty upon them and His mercy, or by the intercession also of those who intercede on their behalf amongst the prophets, the angels, and the believers. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to benefit us with this, ask Allah to uh, grant uh, great reward to Imam Al-Sabuni and our noble Shaykh Rabi'i bin Hadi Al madhali Habidahullah for his efforts. على على uh, <coughs> هو, uh, the the next chapter will be inshaAllah ta'ala. That the believers will see their Lord on the Day جَعَلِ اللَّهُ